TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Score North Twin Show. Lifted to left to Gordon again. Running in. This is a long run for him. And he drops the ball. Rounding third, heading home is Castro. And the Twins get another run. And welcome to the Twin Show. That was uh, Dick Bramer, Fox Sports North, of course, as the Twins sweep a series from the uh, Kansas City Royals over the weekend. Exactly, Derek Wetmore, what they should do. Now, I am very excited, though, as a baseball fan. Very excited for the next seven games. Three against first place from the National League East Atlanta, starting tonight at Target Field. And then a four-game series against your now arch-rival Cleveland. This sets up to me, and I'm dead serious here. I think this is going to be great fun. Cleveland has um, Texas in town at Progressive Field for three games. Twins get the Braves, which is not going to be simple. And then a four-game series starting on Thursday night against Cleveland here. This is, as a baseball fan, I think absolutely perfect. And I'm I'm just glad that the Twins are now going to spend seven games playing what I consider to be good baseball teams. This is playoff week, right? We talked about the Yankees series, Mm -hmm. even like the Rays series earlier. There have been some elevated mood series. This is an elevated mood week. I think the Twins are in a good spot going into it based on the fact that, gosh, before the game yesterday, you and I were texting each other. Uh, this doesn't look good. Sam Dyson goes on the IL. Byron Buxton going to be out for a while. Might miss the entire month of August for all we know. This is going to be a tough putt for the Twins to hold off the Indians. But then I went through Sunday's game and Devin Smeltzer pitched a Devin Smeltzer game and got the Twins a 3 nothing victory. And I started thinking like, okay, this team has overcome some things in the past before. And now they're set up well to do it again. Yes. Now here, here's my here's my problem though. I want to see them continue this against good teams because sure. Kansas City. And listen, I'm torn here because I'm not trying to criticize the Twins for for beating Kansas City. But my point is, they should win consistently, and I think they do too, Derek. Yeah, they should win two or three or sweep them, and that's exactly what they do, and that's fantastic. That's great. But, you know, when Smeltzer, I think he's going to be slated to pitch, what, Friday against Cleveland? Well, they haven't guaranteed well, him a start, he but he's do- getting a start. But if he does... You'd think so. If he does, then you got to go shove against Cleveland. Yeah. And now oh, you've right. got Reyes in that lineup, and you've got Lindor in that lineup, and you've got Puig. It's a different... It's it's far different than the, uh, than the um, opening team day. that they put out <laughs> here on, what, March 31st, <laughs> opening day. Yeah, 28th. Yeah. yeah, 28th. So... These are all, this all leads up to what I am really excited to see. And yes, the only thing is, and for Twins fans, I actually feel bad for you at this point. The only thing is, it would be really nice if your difference maker, Byron Buxton, could stay healthy because, because that changes. Max Kepler, listen, Max Kepler is a hell of a player. Okay. And he can, I don't think he's great there, but he can certainly play center field. It's not embarrassing to put him out there. But my goodness, if you talk about if you if you take one guy off each team, I think there's no question that one of the top what two guys or so. Because yeah. if if Cruz does not play, it makes a difference here as well. But just as far as what he brings at the plate, on the bases, in the field, when Byron Buxton's not playing, it's a major major difference. Well, they're they're twelve and seventeen without him. Yeah. They're twelve and seventeen when he doesn't play, and 
three of those 12 wins came this past weekend. Yeah. So, sure. I was trying to figure out, Manny, because we <laughs> talked a lot about that, you and I. Like, we, we were sitting here in the studio, actually. We were watching on the TCL TV up here. When Buxton crashed into the wall and kind of just like lowered his shoulder, and it mm-hmm. wasn't a, it wasn't one of those aggressive crashes. It wasn't one of those I'm going to pull a ball back from the other side of the center field wall. It was didn't make the play on a tough gap shot and just sort of like his momentum carried him into the wall. So, but we were sitting here scratching our heads, saying like, man, doesn't he's got to protect himself more than this? He just he has to. And you talk about difference makers, Judd. I was trying to figure out when when Manny ran that stat by me that they were what at the time nine and seventeen nine without and 17 Buxton without Buxton yep that was before this weekend's sweep of the KC Royals but mm-hmm. I tried to figure out and I don't know that there's an answer it's just maybe one of those unanswerable questions did his absences just happen to line up with a time the Twins weren't playing good baseball and now the stats are kind of skewed do you sure. know what I mean I like, thought about that too yeah like oh the team's zero and six without their starting quarterback it's like well yeah but the defense was also playing like crap for that six weeks so take mm-hmm. that with a but grain the of salt answer is, yeah it, it's no well no, I can tell I you know. this it's no because last the game, twins went last through a low game Yankee series Jake Cave turned center field into a complete gong show God bless him I'm oh, sure he's a good guy listen complete, I'm not trying to no, say but I'm saying that costs you I'm not trying to say that Byron Buxton is is replaceable he's not it's but not even I'm, close but what I'm saying is the answer to your question is no no, which, which makes the problem this. He can't stay healthy. And by the way, too, this now might be a conversation very simple. Forget crashing into fences. Forget the whole thing. He can't stay healthy. He got hit on the wrist. He's out. That's IL trip number one. He comes in on a ball and dives for it and somehow snaps his neck violently. He has a concussion. IL stint two. What well, was it last IL year? IL stint three is going into to a wall, which he did in Kansas City. But I believe when he did that in early April, he only missed a game or two. Well, last year, what was the deal? Last year, he fouled a ball off his foot, right? Broke his or big toe. Broke yeah. his big toe. That's what I'm saying, I mean, though. Yeah. It's, but but this might not even. I'm not assessing blame here at all because he's not trying to get injured. Well, yeah, and he's a. And if everything, listen, I am the first person that said quit crashing into walls. You don't need to. So. I don't like that, but the scope of the conversation now has to extend to can he just not stay healthy? And then the scope of the conversation. injury prone. And then the and then the scope, of course, has to go to a very dangerous place, which is as much of a difference as he makes. Can you pay? Can you give this guy a huge payday at any point in time, knowing what we know now? And that's the scary thing because the answer right now is no. Yeah, I'm not worried about Byron Buxton's payday right now. I'm worried about the Atlanta Braves. I mean, it's as simple as that for me. My I question is, can. Picture. Can they win? I know you do. I do, too. I've been accused of that. Can you hold off the Indians? Can you punch your ticket to October? Can you host games in the postseason at Target Field without Byron Buxton getting significant run? And mm. I think that the answer is yes, but it's definitely a harder okay, but road to hoe. How, how can you say that before you see the Twins play a series of good teams? Like, the Kansas City Royals mean nothing. You should beat them. I don't think they mean nothing. Okay, I could put Stella in center field and we could beat him. <laughs> All right? The dog could play center field again. I know them. you love that joke, but they want a two run game and a three run game. No, you can't. You, <laughs> Jake you are going, is right. better than Stella the dog. But the problem is you played the Yankees and what happened? And that entire Yankee series. It is, was a close series. It's, but it's indicative of what they you They could have won. But they could have, but they didn't. One bounce here or there, that's sports, man. No, no, no. They no. could have won that, that no, Yankee no, series. No, no, it's pitching. Their pitching cost them, and Jake Cave in center field in game three of that series cost them dearly. Sure. Th- those are, if you're Falvey, you you are 
acutely aware of all of that. And my point is, we can't we can't pass any judgment on where this team is going to be when they leave town after Sunday's game until we see them against these type of teams. Sure, Kansas that's City, fair. Kansas City is not the test. You should beat them, and you did. And you're beating a lot of teams. Listen, the American League uh, Central has three teams that are probably vying right now for AAA status. And you're beating those teams, and you should, and that's great. And the Cleveland Indians and Twins are taking advantage. But I need to see them in a prolonged period now against good teams and, most importantly, without Buxton. Because your reality is, as you just said, Derek, there's a good chance he's out for August. It's possible. There's a good chance it's longer. This type of thing, you have no, I just don't know. One encouraging thing is it's a non-throwing shoulder, right? But how often are you dealing with the term subluxation? Yeah, exactly. The Major League Baseball season. And you got a hit, which takes both shoulders, and there's a lot of... Well, and for a right-handed hitter, that's your lead shoulder. Like, Bingo. This is going to be a problematic injury for Byron Buxton, and add it to the list. I'm mm-hmm. just curious to see how the Twins perform without their star center fielder, because even through the times this year where he wasn't, Starring at the plate, I mean, there was the electricity nine times a game when he'd go stand out in center field. And it changes the dynamic of the Twins. It just does. If Absolutely. if you're Martin Perez, in fact, I thought about doing this yesterday. It was a, it was a lighter clubhouse pregame, but I, I thought about just going around and seeing if I could get people to to discuss that. Now, I didn't end up doing this, but it's a fun idea for a story. Free idea, writers that are listening to this. Go around and ask pitchers... Yep. I don't know if they want to put their name on it. I I don't know. That's up to you if you've got the relationship to get this kind of answer and this kind of honesty to ask Martin Perez, do you physically feel different when you're standing on the mound and that guy standing in center field? Michael Pineda, who's on the injured list now, probably miss a start, maybe two. It doesn't sound like he'll be gone for very long. But, Mm -hmm. hey, Big Mike, do you feel different when 25 standing out there in the the middle of the outfield? Ask Kepler that. I guarantee I you, Max, Max Kepler feels different. I think Max different. Kepler would and tell you. And he won't tell you, but no, I can no, tell you. <laughs> I've seen quotes. No, I've seen it's, quotes. He basically says, when I play right field and Byron plays center, you know, we're we're phenomenal. We're talking. Right. We're talking. Right. We're talking about. I mean, how often do we say this about fielders in baseball, Derek? We're talking about what we call in football a difference maker. He makes a complete difference. Impact player. Yes. He is a he is a football player on the baseball field. Unfortunately, it seems like he plays baseball like football and therefore is hurt a lot. He's he's Alvin Kamara for the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. He is He's just he's not the the numbers. I mean, Alvin Kamara will put up some numbers, but he doesn't always have to fill the stat sheet to have sure. an impact. Sure. You know, he can just, well, you, Alvin you Kamara he helps Drew Brees on third down, he, he, on third and seven. He is a complete shutdown corner. Okay, yeah. Because you yep. don't throw at him. Yep. Like, you sure. don't, like, you You can say, well, Byron Buxton didn't, because he made three catches, look simple, mm-hmm. that most guys just can't make. I'm praising him. I would, I think there'd be nothing better than to sit in this studio in the coming weeks and have a conversation about what should the contract be. He's one of the. He, this is as much fun as I've had watching a baseball player. Like if you like baseball, and I know we like home runs and stuff, but if you just like the sport, mm-hmm. I mean, who else hits a line shot down the left field line and you think, oh, this could be a triple? <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Be three bags. And so, no, I would love nothing more. There, there are certainly players on this team that I have preconceived notions about that aren't positive. 
But the Buxton thing to me is extremely frustrating because, one, I firmly believe he wants to be as great as possible. He's not trying to get hurt. What's what's sad about this is he doesn't seem to be able to avoid getting hurt. And and if it was all crashing into fences, I think we could just safely say, okay, if you just stop that. But you can't. And And how do you – I go back to the Cleveland play because how do you tell him – just let the ball fall in. I mean, how many guys die yeah. for baseballs? It's done constantly. Mm-hmm. The, the collision, the collisions with, with the fence, I wouldn't necessarily call constant. But diving for baseballs, outfielders do that constantly. Yeah, and so now, serious. and so now, can you say, okay, if you're up, if we're up by three, and a ball is got a pull up and don't dive? That's what's scary about this. I have no answers. So I, I wonder too if. All of these, all these stints on the IL or, you know, the DL in years past, if that has, I mean, he certainly had become a better hitter than what he was a couple of years ago, maybe, you know, three years ago and even last year when it was a total disaster. But I wonder if just these constant trips on the IL are just really holding him back from being from reaching his full potential as an offensive player. There's no question in my mind that missing three weeks and you go back to his minor league career, he crashes into a teammate diving for a ball and is misses a good portion of the season as a 22 year old or whatever. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm just making up a number, but I think he was 21, 22. Meanwhile, your contemporaries, the people who then stand in center field get 400 plate appearances. To learn against tighter breaking balls and bigger velocity and fastballs at your eyes that you think you can hit out and you probably shouldn't swing at. Yeah. Byron Buxton getting 450 plate appearances of those as a 21-year-old would have been invaluable. Huge. And he didn't. And that continues here, to Manny's point. That is the concern. I mean, aside from just missing him on a game-to-game basis, or as I like to think about a baseball season, a series-to-series basis... Sweeping the Braves, taking two out of three against the Braves at home, is going to be more difficult without Byron Buxton standing in center field, point blank. Yeah, because if this guy becomes, if he becomes like a 290 hitter, oh right. my God. Okay, but, like, but, he, but here, here is the coming problem, too, that, that I see. Because of the fact that he plays the sport like football, look at how he, look at what's going wrong here. You know, he gets hit on the wrist. That's a risk. But then he gets a concussion, and and now he's at at least two. And he played football in high school, so he's probably had more than two of those. Now it's a shoulder problem. Byron Buxton's greatest gift is his body. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to say in five years if he has been slowed a lot, well, yeah, but, I mean, look at him at the plate. Okay, but the gifts are then gone. Like, Mm -hmm. the gifts that make him so special and such a talent – and different than your ordinary baseball player is that body. It's that speed. It's that ability to throw the baseball. So the scary thing here is he, he almost has to be looked at like a football player in a clock is ticking here. You know, mm-hmm. Nelson Cruz at that age could be like, hey, the clock's ticking. That's cool. I could still be great when I'm 39, which he is. But Byron Buxton, I'm not saying he can't have a long career, but the thing, the, the, the gifts that we talk about right now, are are slowly but surely going to disintegrate, especially if the injuries keep up. How fast is he going to be when he's 30, 31 years old? And that's what Phil has yeah. said, and he's and Phil's exactly right. Your mm-hmm. speed just goes. 
Yeah, games that are predicated on speed, they tend to decline earlier. But you'd say the same for power, and Nelson Cruz bucking that trend. Sure. I, and I, may, maybe he, I'm not saying he's going to have a short career. I am saying it feels like the things that we are discussing right now that make him a special player, it's going to be hard to keep those up. Here's the tough thing as an objective observer of this team, and I'll, I'll just ask you point blank the question, Judd. When you hear that Buxton's going back on the IL and he's going to miss some time and the Twins are going to have a tougher time now, frankly, against Atlanta and against Cleveland, although let's not look too far ahead one series at a time. Well, let's take it seven games. Beat, Come on. beat the Braves. <laughs> Come on, <take> it <laughs> it's like when you, you see games. the news that yeah, this could be a little bit, this isn't your standard two-day, give him a blow, and he'll be back, no injured list required. It's almost like you can't help but but pull for the guy or feel for him at least, d- despite you know not actively rooting for the team and all of that stuff. You see that, and you're just like, ah, again? Well, absolutely, yes. Okay. A thousand percent. That's, no, that's I, where no, I'm I feel, at with this. I feel... Yep empathy for him yeah. no 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 yeah. no this is not I'm, I'm saying nothing i'm saying is criticizing him sure it's the reality and and if there was something about him being hurt that was just a common denominator every single time i think you could very safely say knock that off but it's not he can't stay if healthy he was diving into head head yes. first into first base you'd be like eh knock that probably, off probably cool it mm-hmm. on that but he has but if you look at the wide array of ways that he has gotten hurt during the course of his big league slash professional baseball career. No, I feel bad for him, and and I feel bad because you talk to him, and there is, you know, snow frustrates you because at times you're like, how much does he really want this? There's no question. And and with Byron, every time you talk to him or see him, he wants it really bad, and it's at times been slow to come, and I get that. But when a guy, in my mind, works as hard as he has, yeah, no, I, I. This is not a criticism. This, this is this is as close as I can come to being empathetic for an athlete. And and selfishly, I want to see it. That's right. Mm-hmm. Selfishly, because yeah, yeah. you know what? If Sano reaches his zenith, all right, he's going to hit long home runs, and boy, that's cool. But guess what? A lot of guys can do that. Miguel Sano could retire tomorrow, and you could find a guy that could do. But you guys, look at Buxton's skill set. How many guys can just step in, and that we get to see on a daily basis in his career? Do the things he does in baseball? Zero. I mean, here in this. Town. I mean, we could right, and we could probably name on. And we've been lucky. Two two hands, guys. <laughs> who, guys who who we think compare over the history of baseball. Sure. Right. Two hands. I'm two. Yeah. That they can do, can do those things athletically. So no, this is also selfish. I want to see this. That's right. The way that the Twins can overcome it is by pitching better. That'll help. Yeah, it's by continuing to bust out the bats because there have been times this year where Buxton's been great with the stick, and other times where he's just been like okay, and he's there for his glove and his speed. But I think they can overcome his loss offensively. I still think this is one of the best offenses in baseball. Mm-hmm. Pitching wise, it's a little tougher to be Kyle Gibson when Byron's not there. Yes. It's a little tougher when your double in the gap doesn't turn into an out. Yes, and now instead of nobody on, two outs. Against the the middle of the order, you've got one out and a runner at second. Dude standing on second base and facing Jose Altuve. And the problem mm-hmm. is, who else is going? Who else can you find or get who's going to come close to to making the catches that Byron makes? And by the way, he makes them look often routine. And the answer is nobody. Yeah, and his presence allows you to slide Kepler down the difficulty defensively. Mm-hmm. 
Jake Cave is a nice player, had a good year last year, and I don't think anyone would be offended if I said he's not Byron Buxton. So it just, it's a chain reaction. Marwin Gonzalez suddenly needs to stand out in left field a lot of times with Mm -hmm. an outfield glove, and he's fine out there, but Marwin Gonzalez's value to me is left field, third base, first base, shortstop when needed, second base. Move him around. He's a puzzle piece. Right now, he's not allowed to be a puzzle piece because Absolutely. he's your like starting right fielder some days. Absolutely. So it's a it's a chain reaction with Buxton's absence that I think hurts the Twins in total. Buxton's presence in the nine spot for them actually, I think, scares opponents and and makes them have to in some ways game plan for for the Twins. Sure. Like you know, you know that that the Twins lineup is currently constructed is going to come up and hit home runs. You just know it, and that's fine. But a lot of teams do do that. Buxton shifts that from you've got power and this factor at the nine spot who is a pain in the rear end constantly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, if he, yeah. if, no, right. if he gets on base, he is yeah. a nightmare. The a pitcher night- is terrified. Yes. He, the, the pitcher doesn't know what he is going to do. And the pitcher knows that if, if the, if the guy doubles that Byron's going to score from first base, I mean, think about all of the different permeations that are created by Byron Buxton's presence on base if he even walks changes the game changes the game uh let's hit a break here guys we got to talk about some bone busts over the weekend we got to talk about the sweep we got to talk about what's upcoming and uh we should probably talk about the twins trade acquisition and what happened over the weekend with that uh, this is the score north first place twin show live from bomba soda the land of ten thousand rakes where the match my baseball friends, Mackie here for Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Business owners, I'm talking to you, and I've been one myself. I know what goes into it. You love it, but you're grinding every day, solving problems, taking care of employees. It helps tremendously to have an insurance company that gives you peace of mind as you navigate the challenges of running a business. When you partner with Federated, you get more than just a policy. You benefit from over a century of experience in making businesses as successful as they can be. Visit FederatedInsurance.com to find your local representative. Federated Insurance, it's our business to protect your how to become a fan of baseball and everything you need to know about how baseball works and it might get a little crazy but let's get straight to it whoever scores the most runs wins it's the score north twin show twins Twins coverage on score north and scorenorth.com a drive to left and there goes another one on an 0-2 pitch into the third deck my goodness, is Nelson Cruz on fire? My goodness, is Nelson Cruz on fire? Like, no, someone actually check. We should check. That highlight brought to you uh, by Fox Sports North. That was Dick Bramer on the call. I'm Derek Wetmore on the Score North Twin Show with Judd, Z- Judd Zulgad, excuse me, in Manny Hill. Uh, we'll get to some cruise talkers here in a bit. But first, I want to tell you guys about a special event that's happening tomorrow. That's right, tomorrow, a live taping of the Score North Twin Show, Glenn Perkins on baseball. Glenn Perkins will be there Tuesday, August 6th at about 5 p.m. at Modest Brewing Company in Minneapolis, just down the street from Target Field, right before the Twins-Braves game. Uh, we'll probably tape the show around 5.30, but show up around 5. So if you want to come hang out with us, you can. You just need a ticket. But tickets are free. All you got to do is go to scorenorth.com slash Glenn to register for that event, scorenorth.com slash Glenn, and you can come join us 
Uh, there's a free beer on Modest, too, I believe. Don't tell him I told you that. So, Judd, we got to get to a couple of things. Um, Nelson Cruz highlights there. Wow, what a season he's having. I'm going to let you take your pick. We can talk Nelson Cruz having a Jim Tomey season. We can talk Sam Dyson and the trade uh, that the Twins and some Twins fans are wishing they didn't make. And uh, we also have to set up the Braves series at some point before I get out of here. What do you want to start with? Um, can we start with Sam Dyson and go to Cruz? Yes. And then do Braves uh, probably in my final segment of the show sure. in the noon hour. Um, and the Dyson thing doesn't have to be long, but I, I have a question. I was traveling, uh, went home to see family this weekend, so it was not at the ballpark. Um, you were there on Sunday. Yeah. What? I, I'm confused here by the fact that, well, I'm not confused by the two times that Sam Dyson took the mound. He was awful. But I am confused by the fact that he has now been IL'd. Do you see this? as an injury that the twins just didn't know about is this what what's your opinion on the backstory of how we got here so quickly Derek after some thought I think that this is one of those tendonitis is a um I'm not a doctor so I'm not gonna like even pretend to be one on the radio but it's one of those terms that I think can be wide-ranging let's put it that way you can have tendonitis where like the muscle is so tired it's just not going to do it and you can have what every pitcher has during the course of a major league season even max scherzer is like uh arm a little tired right now not up to full strength not a hundred percent some guys won't go on the il for it because it's not enough to keep them from throwing 94 and some guys will it's just that's Normal maintenance throughout the course of a baseball season. That's kind of where I'm at with the Sam Dyson one after having kind of talked around a little bit and, and asked around the room. You know, two outings, neither one of them pretty, although let's be honest, he just got a couple of ground balls in his second outing in a Twins uniform that maybe turn into outs and it looks like a different outing. Still, two outings into his Twins career, not very pretty, not the most popular guy among Twins fans right now, and then hits the injured list to make room for Devin Smeltzer starting yesterday. So it's it's weird. The optics are funny, but it's not, to me, this dire concern. The Twins got a, a sold a bag of damaged goods from the Giants. But he was definitely hurt with the Giants. I think like that's started un- unquestionably. With the Giants. Yep. And, and so what's the process then? So you, you are... If you're the Twins, you're certainly talking to the Giants for a couple of weeks about potential players, probably Madbum and uh, Will Smith and Dyson. So the process is you're trying to vet the player. I guess what surprises me a little bit is is we are in such a day and age now of knowing everything, you know, doing so much research and knowing exactly who can do what. And I'm just surprised that he showed up and was basically hurt immediately. Yeah. Or, or or showed up hurt as opposed, you know, if he got here and pitched six times and is like, oh man, my arm is flaring up, you'd say, okay, that's probably a byproduct of the fact that you pitched six times uh, since you got here. But there's no doubt now that the that this move, if indeed the injury is what the twins say, and we have no reason to believe it's not, that this was a injury suffered in San Francisco and that he flew here with, and so yeah. so it just seems odd in 2019. That you weren't aware of of a little bit more of that information. Sure, yeah, that's a fair point. And, and maybe you were, and you just thought that's okay. Let's get him in here. He'll pitch a light load here the first couple of weeks, I don't and we'll think get him you right. Throwing him against the Marlins, though, right? That's right. 
That's the one that like I if you're question. Rocco, you wouldn't have thrown him if because Rocco Rocco errs on the side of caution does. almost every time. I think it, it's the kind of situation where like I bet you could go and I don't know this and I'm again I'm not a doctor so this is very reckless to even say on the radio. It's the home of reckless speculation, so I'm going to do it anyways. In that, like, I bet you could go up to Taylor Rogers at a certain point in the season and be like, oh, yeah, he's got some tendonitis in his biceps. Sure. It's like, the, I, I'm not trying to grade severity of injuries because I wasn't in the, the medical room when any of this stuff I'm went sure down. You're right, though. But, like, they're, they're just the kind of thing where, oh, okay, he's pitching through a tough stretch right now where we on the outside don't know it. And you might just, like, find out after the season or never that, hey, actually, you know, Tyler, Duff, Tyler Duffy was pitching with a little bit of, like, a tight tricep right. for the last two weeks. Right. And, Warrior but, for pitching. But that was it. caused with you. That's right. That's what makes this intriguing. If the guy gets hurt with you and and continues to try to pitch through it, I completely get that. What's interesting though is when you get a, you know, you you go to the garage sale and buy this. It's, you know, it's not a great antique, but it seems like a nice antique and you take it home and you thoroughly examine it then and you look and you're like, "Oh, this thing's broken." Oh, I just paid X amount for this and it came broken. Yes. I, I would imagine the private, privately, I would hope the twins, and, and yes, the blame also is on them as well, I'm sure. But privately, if I'm Falvey, I'm seething about Heat this. He did mad. I'm very, I'm making a lot of phone calls because I, I did this in good faith. And granted, I traded three prospects who didn't probably have futures with you. So it's not like you just traded Kirloff or something, but I'm still not happy about it. I think to use your antiques metaphor, and sorry, Sam Dyson. I mean, he's not thirty, so he's not an antique. But I get what you're saying. Well, take what you take. You, anything. Yeah, you went to a you garage sale. Lawnmower you bought and a nice. I yeah. got a blade missing. <laughs> That's wrong. And you okay. didn't look at it, which is your fault. <laughs> or they lied. They said no. It's got all the blades. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm just saying. You, you take a dresser home or whatever, and instead of saying like, "Oh, this is broken, and I can't use this to put my clothes in," I think it's more like, "Oh, the the surface has some scratches on it. Let's go. Let's buff that out. Let's refinish it. Let's get my belt sander." put a new coat of paint and seal on this and we're good to go. I That's guess, where I think Dyson is. I guess right my fi- final point about this though is you you've got 7 games coming up in which I obtained you specifically to be able to pitch in and now you can't. That's right. Well, it's two like tracks I, again, right? Like if I'm still playing, if I'm playing the White Sox tonight or I'm playing the Royals again or I'm playing the Tigers, the Bengals, I'm like, yeah, it's too bad. Go get him Zach Littell. I'm playing the Braves. Yeah. And then I'm playing Cleveland and I want my shiny new toy. That's right. You do. I think you want him for October, but I think you're right. You also want him to help you get. To I want to win the division. Yes, there is no there is no guarantee right now that you are going to win the division, and I want to win the division. Yep. Sergio Romo's been fun. Taylor Rogers has been Sergio Romo's a hoot all year. He's a character. Ah, uh, yes, he is. There's, what was the shirt? Come on. I don't know if I should say. Yes, it on the you air. can tell. Yeah, you can say it on the air. It's not. It's not. Well, it's a little explicit, but it's not a bad word. Tell us what the shirt said. I think you're going to see photos of it surface today, so, so just I'll leave us. it to that. Hold on. Do <laughs> you want me to read it? It's a great shirt. Hold on a second here. I'll find it from you. This shirt. is in the Twins Clubhouse post game yesterday. Oh, that's right. It came on an e- email. Let's see here. Hold on. Da, da, da. This is worth it, folks. I'm long drink. Right or now. a long walk, but it's a tall drink of water. I can't even find it. I'll find it in a second. Come on, just tell us. <laughs> I, I really, I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> you just are you if, serious? If you pull it up, you go for it, Judd. It's not my brand. All right, I'll find it. So Next he's segment. been fun. Taylor Rogers has been fun. 
Tyler Duffy, I think, is having a, a nice season. Ryan Harper has been an out-of-nowhere great story for the Twins. I think the Twins' bullpen is actually good enough to get to the finish line. But you'd just rather have all your horses out there, especially one that you just traded three prospects for. I have the uh, the quote on the uh, shirt that he wore yesterday. Okay. Go ahead, Manny. Uh, the quote on the uh, shirt that Sergio Romo wore yesterday says, uh, My sexual preference is often. It's character. Do you know, you know who's going to love this guy? Patrick Royce. <laughs> he also had a great point to uh, Gorg on Fox Sports North about the fact that he's w- walked around town and a- already has come to the very astute con- uh, conclusion that uptown is downtown and downtown's not really downtown. That's right. That's I love right. this guy's a character. This That's guy's going right. to be fun. I don't know if it's going to last a long time, but this guy's going to be fun. I actually think it will. I think I that, hope it does. Uh, you dig into some of the more like advanced metrics, um, you know, and weighted on base average for opponents and stuff like that. Like if you want to get really granular about how hard and how well are opponents hitting the ball against these guys, Sam Dyson and Sergio Romo through the first what two thirds of the season mm-hmm. were two of the top like forty fifty pitchers in baseball. I mean, up there, up there mm-hmm. with Tyler Rogers, Ryan Harper, Tyler Duffy, like some of the some of the better relievers that you see across the game. They're not the big names, but I think that this bullpen is is a lot better today than it was two weeks ago. You just rather have Sam Dyson healthy. Oh, absolutely. I'll, I'll be curious when Sergio now starts to come into games against good teams, how he he does. Because the one thing that I've liked so far in seeing him against not great teams since he joined the Twins is the fact that it doesn't seem too big at no, all. Never. Like, he does not seem... A, he does not... And, and he is pitched in, you know, World Series, He was playoffs. on all three rosters for exactly. the Exactly. But it doesn't, it doesn't seem like he gets phased one bit. That's, like, like, Dyson on Friday, in addition to being hurt, Dyson looked like, oh boy, this is a big deal. Hmm. Sergio looked like, yeah, whatever. He looks... Sergio's... Friday night. Nothing. Sergio strikes me as a guy who welcomes... Yep. Those scenarios. Yeah. Rocco said it. He said he's not afraid of anything. Yep. I think that's true. And you just watch him what, on the mound. But that's what Give I Give me the ball. Yes. So I let's can go. go get the, it's 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 the scene. Well, Derek, you wouldn't know this because you haven't seen the movie, <laughs> but it's it's when Rick Vaughn comes mm-hmm. in and Jake Taylor tells him, All right, we're gonna walk Parkman and and uh Rick Vaughn says, I want Parkman. Well, you're gonna you wanna load the bases for Parkman? Are you nuts? I want yep. Parkman. That's yep. Sergio Romo. Sergio Romo. That's wants Sergio it. Romo. I like that he's attack mode. He comes out there and it's not, let's nibble, let's try to get oh, ahead I, and get lucky. He's I, like, all right, here's a strike. You can, can you hit it? Fastball's 87. What do you have? I love him for that. You need to see, <laughs> are you kidding? Derek, you need to see Major League. All uh, right, working on it. No, he, it, working on he it. now takes pride in not having seen it, Manny. Don't you get it? <laughs> can't tell you how many recommendations I've received. Do you know how long movie? he's worked here now and oh, has still years. seen none of these baseball movies? <laughs> Coming up on six years. <laughs> yeah, you take pride in that. I gave up a long time ago. Uh, we got to talk about Nelson Cruz yes. and the uh, well, one of the leaders of the Bomba movement in Minnesota. Let's do that next and set up the Brave series because this is going to be one of the bigger series of the years for the twins this is scoring on first place twin show live from bone basota land of 10,000 rakes where the magic number is 49 on uh, live.scorenorth.com on am 1500 and that score north free mobile app back after this let's bat around some banter twins twins the score north twin show on score north and scorenorth.com all right, time for a Score North download, and it is brought to you by My Pillow on Manny Hill, and it's 12:44. Devin Smelter had a pretty nice outing against the Kansas City Royals en route to helping the Twins sweep Kansas City 
yesterday, and here's what uh, Twins manager Rocco Baldelli had to say about the young lefty. He's going to help us win games from here on out, and he's helped us even to this point. I don't foresee very many um, scenarios where where he doesn't fit, and I, 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 I see him certainly playing a big role going forward one way or the other. Yeah, Smelter's been pretty good whenever he's been asked to... Uh, to uh, step in and make a start for the Twins. So he's uh, done a very nice job as we return to the Score North First Place Twin Show. Okay, now, Beck likes him on the outer half, so jam him. I want Parkman. Well, Parkman's out up. Beck's the hitter. I'll walk him. And load the bases for Parkman? What are you, nuts? I want Parkman. Go get him, Rick. There you go, Derek Wetmore. That's Sergio There's some, Romo. some exposure to uh, to the uh, baseball cinema for you. Tiger Blood, Sergio Romo. He's still not going to go watch it. That was from Major League Two, though, no, which is not as good as Major League One. There's okay. no chance. I'll take your word for it. He, ta- he takes pride in not having seen <laughs> it. I'm telling I'll you right now. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. I am going to give you some statistics without names. Blind statistical test here. Okay, I like this. And I want you to tell me... Who it's who's whom, right? Who's whom? Not who's who. Who's whom? All right. Three three sets of statistics. All right. The first set, 278. That's the uh, batting average. 26 home runs. Pretty good. 69 runs driven in in 108 games. The second, 248 average. 19 home runs. 73 RBIs in 110 games. The third set of statistics, 292 average, 30 home runs, mm, pretty good, 72 runs driven in in 83 games. Can you tell me the uh, statistics for the three or names? Can you put names to the stats I just gave you? Hmm. Oh, I got jumbled in all the numbers, if I'm being honest. Okay, the last one. The last one yeah, let's uh, go reverse order. Give me them. The last one, 292, 30 home runs, 72 runs driven in, 83 games played. Is that Max Kepler? No. That is Nelson Cruz. I was going to say Nelly. Nelson Cruz, yeah. The second one, 248 average, 1973, 110 games. Manny or Derek? 110 games. Yes. Uh, bombas. It's a, it's, a, it's a player from the senior circuit. 19 Bombas. 19 home. Oh, 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 I, I know where you're going with this. You see what I'm doing? Yeah, I hope I don't spoil this. No, no, no. Give it to me. Senior circuit, plays uh, third base, formerly some shortstop. Or is this the uh, outfielder? This is the other guy. The but outfielder yes, you're on with the right the hair. Track. You're. I just gave you. Okay, that's Bryce Harper. The other one's Manny Machado. Exactly right. <laughs> I just. I just. And and what you have here is is Machado's two seventy eight twenty six sixty nine. Ten years, three hundred million to play for the Padres. Yeah. Two forty eight nineteen seventy three hundred ten games is Bryce Harper. Twelve years. Three hundred thirty million to play for the Phillies. Nelson Cruz was two ninety two thirty seventy two in eighty three games. He turned thirty nine on July first. He is signed to a one year fourteen point three million dollar contract with a Twins option that includes a three hundred thousand dollar buyout this winter, which obviously they're not going to do, or they can exercise the contract for twenty twenty. Derek Wetmore at a price reduction. Of twelve million dollars, my question is this: for this year, among free agents signed, is Nelson Cruz? Could you make a case that he is the best 
person from the market this year to be signed off of it. Am I forgetting a pitcher? I'm just trying. Well, Patrick Corbin was the best pitcher that went. Um, fans might say Craig Kimbrell. I'm not, but uh, I don't count him because because the, and that went till June. Yeah, I'm saying the wintertime guys and and. Of course, Harper and Machado sat on the market for a long time, but ultimately they did get signed before the season started in spring training. Is Nelson Cruz not only the biggest bargain, but for this year, the best free agent signed? Gosh, he's on, he's on the short list. He's clearly I mean, the best give, move that the Twins I'm made I'm trying to winter. think of it right now. Yeah, I think it's just pretty, looking back on it now, and, and obviously he's been great since the, uh, since the All-Star break. But I think it's kind of laughable now that he didn't make the All-Star team. Yeah. And no that's kidding. with all due respect to Hunter Pence, who's still having a really nice year for the Rangers. But sure. like you're looking at Nelson Cruz having 30 bombs now, and like it's like, come on. All right, let me ask you guys, because this is uh, this is going to be a longer talker for another time. Judd, I'll ask you, team MVP consideration? Oh, ab- he's, he's on ab- the short list. Absolutely. Has at a minimum. Be. Has to be. Who uh, Who are your other guys? You got Buxton on that short list. You've got... Yeah, but Buxton doesn't stay healthy enough. Now, now, Cruz has been hurt, and obviously when you play a National League ballparks, does not play. So and his only game hits. totals at 83. You know, you look at wins above replacement, he's not going to be the highest on the list because he only plays with a bat in his hand. But the damage he does with a bat's been pretty valuable. If you've seen this team play on a daily basis in 2019... You'd be hard pressed right now as we talk not to have Cruz near the top of that list, wouldn't you? Yeah, Max Rosario on got the up list. to the great great start. Rosario ain't on the list, but he's me. not on the list now. Kepler, yeah, Kepler is. That's fair. Buxton is because when he plays, you it's notice. such a difference. I think C.J. Crone was at one point, but now he's been hurt so much of late, he's probably fallen off. Your guy, Mitch Garver, he's on the list. In that conversation. Oh, he's my guy now? But, well, you love him. And that's fine. He's good. But my the point being is Nelson Cruz, for what he's done. It's been amazing. Yeah, it's been incredible. It's been amazing. Jose Brio's probably on that list. Uh, sh- just short list of team well, MVP. Who, who's on the list? That's the Kepler? list. Oh, wait, no, no. Ke- <laughs> okay, it's Kepler. Yes, one. Cruz. Two. Barrios. Three. Garver. Four. Buxton. Buxton. Five. Yeah, and I'm, that's yeah. probably where I stop. Like Taylor Rogers is a great reliever. Yeah, I can't. he's he's on that list, but like, or he's he's on the list of great relievers around the American League. But in terms of like this team, right? I don't, I don't know that you'd argue for him as team MVP. Barrios right would now. be the one pitcher. Yeah, yeah, I think that's right. But Nelson Cruz has to be on that, and and he has to be. The, the thing that impressed me is when I came to the conclusion in looking at stats last night that he, you could make a very coherent case right now that he is the best free agent pickup of the winter. I'm looking at the list right now. Bryce Harper, 13 years, 330. Manny Machado, 10 years, 300. Yep. Patrick Corbin, who I talked about earlier, 6 years, 140. Nathan Eovaldi, the Red Sox, 4 years, 68. Yusei Kikuchi, 4 years, 56. AJ Pollock, four years, yeah. fifty-five. Andrew McCutcheon, three and fifty. Craig Kimbrell, three and forty-three. Zach Britton, three and thirty-nine. Jay Happ, two and thirty-four. On and on and on down the list. Nelson Cruz, in terms of the total dollars earned, is not that high up there. He's making it's fourteen point three this year, according to MLB trade rumors. That's correct. And it's going down to twelve next year. And Derek. he has an option for next year, which to me looks like an absolute slam dunk. It's going down. He's taking a he's going to <laughs> well, this year this year with his contract as currently um written, 
is going to go. It's going to go from fourteen point three to twelve. You're going to say, "Well, because he turns forty next year," and I'm oh, going to yeah, say, I'm not, "That's fine." Well, no, but it's I'm going to hit bombas. I'm exercising it, but I'm not tearing it up. Right. I'm oh, not doing the. It, yeah, I'm not yeah. doing the Phil Hughes thing. No, we're good here. The Phil <laughs> Hughes victory tour is. I'll, I'll give you this. The previous regime, <laughs> Derek Falvey's not doing the Phil Hughes thing anyway. No. Derek Falvey's calling card, if he has one so far, to me. I know we talk about him as like the pitching whisperer, but here's the secret. Sometimes that works, sometimes it doesn't. One of the things that is a calling card of the Derek Falvey era at Target Field, he does not like to give out bad contracts. He doesn't like to lose the well, deal. I don't blame him, which is why the Sam Dyson thing sort of surprises me. The one the one contract that you look back at and you're like, huh, I wish he didn't have that one on the books was Addison Reed. Who got a two-year deal, some money, and then doesn't even pitch in the second year of it? Yeah, that looks bad. But you bought it out. You you knew there was an out if it didn't work. He always that's what I'm saying. He puts an eject button in every contract. Yep. He puts a parachute in every yep. contract. Martin Perez, you're going to be able to pick up a cheap option next year if you want it. Nelson Cruz, twelve million. With the way no Martin's gone of late, I'm not quite sure. What I know, I'm do I there. know, I know. But like, you don't lose this. You don't sign some massive deal that you regret. Tomorrow, yeah. under Derek Falvey. But at 39, Nelson Cruz has been incredible. Yeah, there's no other way to put it. He has been absolutely, he has 30 home runs. Tommy in 2010 here had 25. 25 now, yeah. now the baseball is different, completely get that. So that plays a, a role. But if you look at the sluggers that the Twins got through the years, I'll, I'll go back to Chile in 91, at which point he was only 31, 29. Home runs, 93 RBIs for him in that year. Tommy was 39 in 2010, 25, 59. So what Nelson Cruz has come in and done has so exceeded what I think any of us, we all thought he was going to come in here and hit a few home runs and be a mentor and sort of help thing, help people out. Be a leader. By the way, unchained, six o'clock. If you want to hear an epic Roycey rant on that very subject, Set off by a very simple question from me. Player, players <laughs> being mentors. But, I set room. off by a very simple point from me, was... by the way. I am as innocent as can be. All I was trying to do was start a conversation. Roycey melts down. It's beautiful. Oh, wow. All right. You can hear that at 6 o'clock. <laughs> 6 o'clock Score tonight. North. Roycey Unchained. If you want to call in and score North first place twin show, you can do that at 651-646-8255. You'll be calling the TCL Broadcast Studio like Howard in Chicago just did. Let's take this before we take the top of the hour break, Manny. Does that work okay? Yep. All right. Howard in Chicago. How are you, sir? Yeah, first of all, LeMayu may be also one of the best signings. That's a good one. Yep. I would argue Nelson Cruz is the MVP for the league. Wow. What he's taught, I'm with, his impact is obvious. This is, the, this is July when it starts to really matter. He's carried a team. He's had 14 home runs. No other player in July is at more than nine. And these, this team has become a more mature attack. They aren't swinging and striking out as much as they did the last couple of years. And I think you got to point to the Cruz is a major part of this. He's teaching them how to work at bats. He's hitting three, and that's the most important spot in the lineup. I don't know how you argue with it. Howard, how about Mike Trout? Trout's team is not going anywhere. They're, they're a third-place team, maybe a fourth-place team. He's the best player in the league, but he's the most valuable. Where is where are the that's Angels without Trout? The age-old debate, yeah. Howard, as you know, that's the age-old debate. Howard, thanks for the call on Nelson Which Cruz. is why you need to change it to MOP, most outstanding <laughs> player. Yeah. Because if it's valuable, um, I mean, oh, we forgot Polanco. 
who probably on the short list. Yes, who sure. probably he has to be on the short list. like he's he's he the ebbed and flowed a bit. But yeah, we yeah. he would be on that list if I, the season ended. I tend to agree with Howard's notion that you do kind of have to be on a winning team to what? win MVP. But no oh boy. But we have the thing of it is, is we have seen, we saw Alex Rodriguez win the AL MVP on a last place Rangers team. Andre Dawson, Andre man. Dawson, eighty six, right? Eighty six, I think. Yep, yeah, yeah. No, this is an a. This is it's, such. It's a debate. Just, but, just change the wording of the award. Yeah. You guys, yeah. can you see the steam coming out of my ears? No, right I think now? you're I'm no, wearing in ear. I think you're justified. Earbud no. headphones, and there is steam I, coming no. out of them. I agree because Mike Trout is the AL MVP. Yeah. No, just no get, I, you, you, know, you will get no argument. But just from get me. the wording. But just get the no argument from me. If you get the wording right, you're fine. It's fun. It's fun sports debate, and we can go have a beer and talk about it later, and probably take two hours. Mike Trout is the best player. Sorry, Jorge, we forgot Jorge you. Jorge Polanco is on that short list too. Uh, we got another caller coming up that we're going to have to get to. Ron and St. Paul, hang on through the break. He wants to talk about Miguel Sano. Judd Zalgad leaves. We're making a not a line change, but a call to the bullpen. Danny Cunningham is going to be sitting next to me in that chair next hour. This is Derek Wetmore on the Score North First Place Twin Show, live from Bombasota, the land of 10,000 rakes, where the magic number is 49. Manny Hill hit the break. We'll be back after this.